Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pick and Play Podcast. Today, I am joined by good pal, good friend, Mr. Coast to Coast, Dr. B, the dark matter himself, Brett Burrier. How you doing, bud? How you staying quarantined? Oh, I'm, I've been in a one-bedroom apartment for about 17 days now. My beard is growing pretty long. I haven't talked to another human being in person other than my wife in over two weeks. Crazy times, man. But just staying inside, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yep. And you're closer than than anyone else I know. Uh, And, you know, we're going to try to give people some content during these dark times. Uh, Today, we are going to be breaking down our top five most dominant teams over the last decade in the NBA. Uh, we are going to each compose a list of five teams that we think really stuck out in terms of uh, their accomplishment and how dominant they were for that year. Um, we're each going to go ping pong style back and forth between it until we get down to our number ones. I'm curious to see how close these lists are to each other. I think we're going to see some variation, uh, but who knows. So I'll go ahead and tee this thing off for us. We'll start at five to add some drama. My number five team, most dominant of the decade, 2011 Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I've got them as my number five for beating a team that was composed of LeBron, D. Wade, and Chris Bosh. If it wasn't for Bosh's health issues, he's probably a Hall of Famer. He might be a Hall of Famer anyway. I, uh, basketball's a little, a little different than uh, other sports. It has its own kind of, uh, you know, just basketball Hall of Fame, so he may make it. But... For what the Dallas Mavericks accomplished, this was uh, Dirk with a golden gun taking down what a lot of people considered to be the best player of all time, which we would both disagree with. But for those reasons, I've put the 2011 Dallas Mavericks at number five on my list. Yeah, that team was incredibly fun. Um, That's actually, that might be my favorite finals ever. Uh, If it's not, it's in the top three. Um, there was just too many. Honestly, the, the Warriors kind of screwed up for everyone in this decade. As far as going for like, if we're going to put our top five teams, I think that you know, when teams are really good for that long, it's gonna it's gonna push great teams like this a little bit to the outside. So unfortunately for me, even though I love this team, um, I have them as my honorable mention. I love this team though, man. Jeff Terry and his and his. Twilight Years was one of my favorite guys. Um, Dirk, when he really, you know, looked like his chance might have been spoiled. Uh, I think it was three years earlier when they lost to the Heat. Um, in the first round when they were the uh, one seed, that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I had to keep them off my list. Uh, I actually have for my number five, I've got the Lakers the 2010 Lakers, uh, 57 and 25 that year, not incredibly dominant record. Um, I think the league was super strong that year though, especially the West. The West was just absolutely loaded. Um, lots of teams with, you know, win counts in the low, low fifties. Uh, but this was Kobe. This was Odom, Bynum, Gasol. Uh, this team was just so good. Um, and really, you know, really just ate your heart 
in, in like a lot of close games. I mean, there's some some playoff series for those Kobe teams that we're just never going to forget. Um, so I'm going to have them as, as my number five. And then uh, just real quick, rolling into number four, uh, I think this was the best Heat team that there was. Uh, the 2013 Heat, when they went 66 and 16. Pretty dominant. Yeah, so uh, that's my runner-up. So looks like we're tagging in and out there. A lot of fun. Um, my number four team, I have the Miami Heat, 2013 Miami Heat. Uh, for me, again, we're stressing these points, but Wade, Bosch, LeBron, Allen, uh, phenomenal talent team that doesn't even see LeBron hit his... I mean, I think the craziest thing is we're talking about a team almost eight years ago, and we go, "Yo, well, Wade's retired, Bosh is retired, and LeBron's still in his prime? Uh, uh, Weird. Uh, Just to show what a freak he is, what a freak he was, he's not nearly the athlete he used to be, but he's way more cerebral, which I think has held him back in these early years. He learned a lot. Yeah. but that team, that Miami Heat team, goes up against the San Antonio Spurs, wins 3-4 to four in a real gritty, gritty match. I think that's, um, for me, when I was re-watching a lot of these games and looking them up, that was a complete chess match. And we see it in the year after. We go right into the 2014 season, and that's going to be my most dominant, my, that's going to be my three seed, the 2014 Spurs. Uh, taking on that LeBron team and beating them. But this is where we start to see the emergence of Kawhi Leonard, who would later go on to win a ring last year with Toronto. And it was playing with the odds on favorite um, Clippers this year. Uh, So, you know, a chance to win three rings on three teams. He was just emerging. This is the downside of the Duncan era. uh, But really just from a... uh, this might be the highest IQ basketball team on this list, for at least for me. There's just so much intelligence on that team. Yeah, um, they're my three seed as well. Um, I, in my, and <laughs> right as you're saying that, uh, in my notes, I have Spurs 2014, 62 and 20. In quotes next to it, the rise of Leonard. Yeah. Because the. This really, I mean, this is, we're talking about a guy now, we we weren't thinking this then, but like, we're talking about a guy now who's like, has the chance to be one of the all-time greatest players ever. Yep. And we, we weren't exactly thinking that at the time, but he went from, you know, 15 a game to 26 a game and every other stat category jumping up you know, hugely while not playing huge minutes. And it just happened so fast after the, uh, you know, after the MVP, the finals MVP, it's like he's taken off so many levels since then. It's like the best guy in the world, him or LeBron. Who is it? I I know you can make your arguments for, for Giannis, but I don't think he's there yet. But this is freaking Kawhi Leonard's rise. So, yeah, this is this is the third best team of the, of the decade. And there's a lot of great teams in this decade. But these guys, like, they pounded 
everyone. They went. They swept the Heat in the finals with a bunch of old guys. Yeah. They swept them. Yeah. With a bunch of old so, guys. That's what I like. A bunch of old guys yeah. and young Kawhi. Kawhi. I mean, that's outrageous. They're just too smart. They were too calculating. Uh, they, they, they were too on point. Um, it was a culmination of intelligence versus athleticism. And after yeah. battling back to back, they, 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 would they win four two? Four one. Is... They they came out and they came out and butchered them. <laughs> the the Heat oh, they were at... so they, they they did lose one game. Yeah, they, they lost one. Yep, they lost one four to one. The Heat looked the Heat were at the end of their rope, uh, looked worn down, and the Spurs just took it to them. Just took it yeah, straight to them. Yeah, and this them. was this was the year after. Uh... This was the year after that the Heat beat them in seven games, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this was and, – and, and really, you know, if that Spurs team would have – you know, uh, we were a Ray Allen shot away from the Spurs building a, another level to that dynasty. Yeah. And, you know, like we could have been thinking if, – if they went two in a row there, I'm just – I you know – Maybe Kawhi is still there because maybe they won more than two. Yeah. You know, I mean, Look. I think that the team, it's the whole thing about it that I feel like is still, I mean, it's talked about, but I think it's forgotten a little bit more than it should be is that the team that I have is my number one. <sighs> See, I don't even know if I should get into this yet. <laughs> no, hold it off, hold it off. Let's roll through. Give me All your, right. give me your. Who are you on? You're on three, right? Give me your three, well, and then your my two. My three is the same as yours. Okay, okay. So who's your two? My two is the 2015 Warriors. 2015 Warriors. Yeah. Wow. Okay, go. Uh, the 2015 Warriors was Curry's MVP year. Um, they go 67. And 15. I know the next year they won 73 games, but they didn't. They didn't win the chip when they won 73 games. So unfortunately, I, I had to throw that one completely out. Um, but 2015, they're number one in pace, number one in offense, or sorry, number two in offense, number one in defense, number one in effective field goal percentage. They were the best team in every way by a mile and I know that they didn't have Durant yet but the style that they played with the pieces that they had was absolutely flawless and beautiful basketball you had Bogut in there playing 28 minutes a game being absolutely stifling on the defensive end with the rest of it people don't realize their defense was higher rated than their offense in Curry's, M in yeah. Curry's MVP season. That's, that's outrageous. So even before Durant gets there, they are completely dominant in every single category. I have to have them in my top five, the 2015 Warriors. Yeah, the only thing I knocked from them was that was the year that Kevin Love went down on the, the road into the finals, and then Kyrie blew his kneecap out in the first game. And uh, I... Really, it might be LeBron's best moment <laughs> somehow, yeah. single-handedly trying to win that bar fight. Uh, yeah. 
And, and it really was just that would have given us a really good moment. But I actually docked them a little bit based on the competition they played in the finals, which is, isn't their fault in any way. I mean, they went out and put it on them. But that was I think that was the apex of LeBron's career. Uh, it's really a real big what if if you know, what if he just has Kyrie uh, and he doesn't I have know. to go up with Della Vadova, <laughs> you know, I know. And, and, you know, the Warriors and, you know, first of all, excuse me, I, I know I sound like I'm running a marathon, but I really haven't spoken out loud for more than uh, <laughs> one, more than one minute in about two and a half weeks. Yeah. So I, so I apologize. Uh, but. I can't knock them too much for something that happened to the other team. Yeah, I, I, I just can't. I just can't do it over an 82 game season when they were that dominant. Yep. And then they were that. I mean, they crushed all the way to the finals. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and and they continued. But, they continued. Yeah, I mean, of of course, you know, it's it's all hindsight stuff because. The Cavs did win the next year, which makes yeah. this hard. So that's but that segues. It's tough. My two, my number two, is the 2017 Warriors, yeah. and it's it's for all the reasons you just stated, and then Kevin Durant. <laughs> uh-huh. And I, you know, for me when I looked at it, I I went, I I, I remember watching them play LeBron and going this just doesn't even matter like the warrior the, the Cavs were healthy and the Warriors gassed them 4-1 and I would go you know honestly in, a, in an all-time scale of most unfair teams I think that's gonna go down as that might go down as like a top five team ever yeah. four Hall no, of Famers potentially five with Iggy you. Yeah. See, now that's a, that's a conversation in itself. I think Iggy's a Hall of Famer. I do we too. To get into this. How many rings do you need to go into the Hall? How many rings do you need as a starter to go into the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Like, you know, we talk about the, the NFL's a, a, a somewhat weird comparison, but we talk about Eli Manning, okay? Um, who Eli Manning has two great years, a couple good years, and the rest are kind of crap. He's got the same yeah. amount of wins as losses, and he wins two rings. And you go, easy Hall of Famer, right? We go into basketball here. Uh, Iggy, Iggy has three rings, um, was the defensive key early on. Oh, yeah. And played, in, and before that, he, it, it, these are the, this is the second phase of his career. He's an all-star right. before all of this. Right, he 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 was an all star, basically the alpha guy on that Philly team that was a playoff team. Right, you know they weren't they weren't a threat to win at all. Um, when Derrick Rose got hurt in that Bulls series, they did knock out the number one seed Bulls, which obviously Rose didn't play. But it it shows you that the team was at least pretty good. So yeah. and if you so yeah, I think if that's your first phase, then your second phase is being way more than just a important role being a role but more than that for what five years six years on one of the most dominant dynasties in sports history yeah easy 
Okay. No. I think, I think that's. I think that's pretty easy. And move into the modern era. Okay. So let's ignore when Bill Russell was lit quite literally dunking on everyone. You know. Let's go. Let's look at. And then you have the the early Lake Showtime Lakers. If you cut to 1981, which has the Boston Celtics winning, um, and kind of the the end of that that era. You have the Lakers who go on a huge run against Boston. They trade chips back and forth. And then you have the Michael Jordan era where he dominates. And then back to the Kobe era where he dominates. So we really got to go. You either have these teams that dominate for swaths or and it's one player, right? You know, I know Kobe and Shaq. Bulls, it's Jordan. Um, it's, it's Johnson's Lakers. Uh, it's birds, Celtics, and then you get into this. The Spurs make this. Oh, it's you know, it's a team game. The LeBron goes. Okay, it's a team game. I'm gonna get you know two of the baddest motherfuckers I can find and partner with them. And then the Warriors go. Well, if you're gonna get three, uh, I'm gonna get four of the baddest motherfuckers there is. And they just start clipping and clopping through. And it's a history through basketball of these dominant teams being held together for three to four year stretches where they just pummel into oblivion everyone else. Uh, and I'll, I'll go ahead and spoil it because we don't have much more to cover. My number one team is the 2018 Warriors, and they make the number one on my list because they really gelled. Uh, they There was a fatality to them when they came out in second halves. It was over. It was over, over. Uh, the third quarter was theirs. You were never going to win it. Not only were you not going to win it, but you're not even going to sniff around in it. Uh, they had the scare late with Houston. Houston really took it to them, and that's what put them over the top for me, was they had this waning moment and still overcame it and then rallied to just clip Cleveland completely out for nothing. So that's my number one. Number two is the 17-18 uh, Warriors. What's your number one? That is also my number one. Okay. Yeah. Um, that that that's the best team of the decade. That's the most dominant team. But I I don't even I don't even remember what their uh, what their record for the regular season was. I feel like they were taking some time. They took a ton of time off. Um, you know, it wasn't like the seventy three wins, or I don't even think it was in the sixties. It might have been like fifty eight and twenty four. It didn't uh, matter. But that was the, that, it. Didn't matter. Yeah. That was that 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 team was a cheat code. I mean, <laughs> the Rockets, yeah. Uh, people, okay, so I, I, have a th- I have a theory about the Rockets. Now, granted, the Rockets that year were built to beat that team yes. specifically. Yep. They were not built to be the best team. They were built to beat that team. Yes. And they had a real chance they now, were like the Bizarro know. Superman. They built were built in a lab by Daryl Morey, who's kind of this evil scientist, who put this right. team together to beat specifically one thing and fell just short of the heroes. Yeah. See, now, I do believe that the Warriors were far and away the best team in the league. But if you play that style and you play that way, and they... The Rockets played some pretty damn good defense in that series. Oh, like yeah. Some of the best defense I've ever seen. And they still couldn't get it done. I don't think that they would have 
won the title if they would have got there. I I think they were built to beat the Warriors. <laughs> I'm not sure that they could beat LeBron. I I, I, I don't think that they would have. Let me tell you this. So yeah. I think LeBron. Right. I think LeBron and them would have beaten them. I don't even think yeah. it would have been that close. I, I think that the matchup of who I mean, it's one thing to guard all the Warriors' weapons, but that's like guarding like their swords, right? LeBron's a hammer, and you built yourself to beat the swords. LeBron would have just bully balled them uh, to no end. Destroyed them. Yeah, and, and you know they and they they would have, you know they would have methodically done it however they needed to do it. Yep. Plus LeBron just dominating whenever is necessary. Yep. So yeah, I anyway we're getting a little off track, but I I think it's yes I think that the Warriors were miles and miles and miles better than anyone in the NBA that year. They just had a weird. They had a really weird matchup with the Rockets, whose one goal was was to beat them. So the fact that they got through that um, and then completely obliterated the Cavs next. Yep. Um, yeah, that's the best team. Now, I do have one thing. I think that it's very possible that the best team we don't actually know because – Zaza fucked it up. Was the Spurs. I think that might have been the best team of the decade. Maybe. Now, granted, they might have lost that series anyway. Yeah. But they, they were up 28. They were up 28 points yep. in, in game one when that happened. Look, it was. points. It was a, it was a hurt that Zaza knocked him out. That's a big what if, uh. You know, it's un, it's the biggest. It's fortunately for history, you go okay. Kawhi ends up going to the Raptors. He wins another title there. Uh, the Spurs end on that sour note, but it's tough to you know go. Oh, you and your five championships, or you know how you know going. Uh, uh, you know, uh, for me, I guess I go the what ifs suck, but um, they've kind of filled out enough. To where that's going to be a play that fades into time, because it's not going to yeah. hold a ring. Uh, like, oh, that was the one that got away. I, I, I totally agree with you, though. I just, I just wonder, you know, especially since that started basically eighteen straight months of injuries. Yeah. Why? And his eventual leaving ultimately led to him leaving. Yep. I'm just wondering if it. If that, if that doesn't happen, do they take the Warriors out? Do they win the title? And have they won four? In a, like, yeah. Have, have they won four this decade? If, if that if that happens. Yeah, because how many? Because that's that's possible. That would have been that would have been six for them, right? They yeah, uh, yeah. nineteen ninety nine, two thousand and three, yeah. two thousand and five, two thousand and seven, two thousand fourteen. Yeah. yeah, it would have had six. They would have fucking. They would have patriated all over the place. Yes. They, yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. So Kawhi being, remaining healthy and, you know, being on that team. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest LaMarcus Aldridge guy, but if he's your second best weapon and your first is, is Kawhi, you, you can beat most teams. Yeah. 
I yep. mean, that's just how it is for, yep. for, for years. Yeah. You can. Yep. Okay, so that wraps up our top five. Uh, I have some I have some trivia for you that I want to yeah, see if you on. can answer. Uh, and oh, also one one real quick thing, I, I do want to apologize for earlier. I said something insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I said something about the Mavericks losing to the Heat in the first round. What I meant was the finals. You're right, right. Because that's that's impossible. But yeah. I just wanted to clear that up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we put the context clues together. Uh, all right, so I've put together a little bit of trivia centered around NBA championships. Uh, the first one I have for you is, can you tell me the four NBA teams with five or more championships? Sorry, with more five than more? five. More than five. Uh, and you, you said how many? For, there are four NBA teams with more than five championships. It's the Lakers, the Celtics, the Bulls, and the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not the Spurs. The Spurs have oh, five. More, more, it has to be more than five. Yes, more than five. Okay. Um, Celtics, yes. Lakers, yes. Bulls, yes. Jeez, uh, this is probably it's really obvious. Uh, I mean, the Warriors don't have five. They have four, right? The Warriors have six. The Warriors do have six. 1947, 1956, 1975, 2015, 2017, 2018. All right. I didn't know about the one in the 40s. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a little bit of a tricky one because they were still the, the Philadelphia Warriors. They beat the Fort Wayne Pistons. Ooh, wait a second. Who was the, uh, who, who did you say before that? The Stags? Yeah, the Chicago Stags of 19. This was also the BAA. It wasn't officially the NBA, but they do count it as a title. Oh, yeah. okay. And then you've got 1975. We actually see the NBA take shape here. Uh, yeah, that's that's the running gun warriors that average like 140 a game. Yep. Like we think we, we we think scoring is back now. The 70s was insane. Insane. No defense. <laughs> yeah. Now that's 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 a big key difference is that it might not seem like guys are playing defense today, but trust me, they are. They it's are. Really fucking hard. It's really hard to play defense in the NBA. It's yes. Really hard. Go back and watch old footage. It's very weird to watch old footage of the NBA. Um, yeah. Okay. And we're talking like old, old. Yes. Like, yeah, like 60s, 70s. Guys were not playing defense. No, uh, they didn't know how. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, one thing I'm reading through in the books of John Wooden and um, where I think a lot of, uh, I think I'm finding that a lot of basketball's fundamentals come out of the college game. Uh, yeah, for sure. Watching or listening to Bob Knight, you know, completely shit all over zone defenses, um, and then eventually kind of put one together. Uh, and he always hated. Uh, he always used to. He used to rib Mike Shashevsky early on for uh, Mike used to go to zones and Bob Knight. Shashevsky was a disciple of Bob Knight. Uh, used to hate it, but they used to run a press defense early on. Everyone did. <laughs> so. 
very interesting to kind of to kind of see where it went where before they were like we're not playing any defense whatsoever just kind of hang around and and do your best and then you move to these lockdown you know the diamond in one you had a box in one all these things being developed but those four teams have more than five championships uh one more go ahead oh sorry Uh, i i was gonna say i wonder if bobby and now they may not even have a real relationship but i feel like most of the legendary coaches at least know each other um i wonder what kind of relationship bob knight has with like jim Beheim, who you know for 40 years has been running a 2-3 zone really like really well has has won the title has gone to multiple final fours has probably beat bobby knight on multiple occasions yeah i does, I, he, res- does he respect it i don't i who knows? I'd have to read a book on Bayheim. He's not really mentioned in Bob Knight. I, yeah. I, I haven't, not, at least the books I've read, I haven't come across it yet. Um, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, I will. I will. I mean, if for me, you know, we're going off a little bit, but it's perfectly fine because we're educating the yeah. viewers. Uh, the, you know, for me, I think the biggest thing that I learned was that Mike Krzyzewski was a Bob Knight disciple. Uh, and Bob Knight always ran a clean program and and despised programs that didn't and then you know not say duke doesn't run a clean program but no one runs a clean program (laughs) uh so it's interesting to see that the you know perhaps one of the winningest coaches of all time in mike krzyzewski uh you know comes from such a uh a storied tree from bob knight and it's always scandal one or scandal two after that era. And when you talk about defense coming into it, we get better athletes and then the fight for better athletes. And for me, learning a lot about the, the past has, has helped kind of catch me up into the basketball world. But I got one more piece of, uh, one more piece of trivia for you. There are three uh, teams, NBA teams, with more than six losses in the finals. Six or more losses in the finals. Six or more losses in the finals. Yeah. Wow. And and we're talking about is is this going back to the thirties and forties too, or are we just talking NBA? This is gonna go back, but there aren't a ton. There aren't a ton on this list that are going to go further back than uh, the fifties. Like okay. they, they, you there's, said there's three teams, three teams, three teams with six or more NBA, or well, it wasn't NBA. Some of them were, uh, no, no, these are all NBA. I'm checking them now. These all look to be NBA. Uh, that's all. This is uh, one of them's a BAA, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, they're gonna have more than that. Yeah, these all look to be NBA. Okay. Um, I want to say just because they matched up so many times with one another that the lakers and the celtics both probably have lost six times here's the stunning thing do you know how many titles the celtics have uh like 16 or something crazy 17 17 yeah they have four losses wow okay four four that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty amazing i mean wow Okay, uh, so the Lakers are in it, though, right? Yes. Now, the Lakers have set 16 titles. 15 yeah. losses. 
15 losses. Wow. They're 16, wow. 15, 31 total games, which is incredible. But the Celtics are 17 and 4. The Lakers are 16 and 15. Well, so how many years in a row did the Lakers lose to Bill Russell? I mean, you've, you've got this. Maybe whole, like 10 years in a row. Yeah, <laughs> you've got this whole stretch through the, the 60s where they just get. Yeah, 60, 60, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66. Yeah, they get. They get they get kind of beat up on pretty well through there. Um, they make three of those, four of those, five. Yep, they got beat up like six times by them. Holy shit. That's, yeah, that's nuts. Geez. So the Lakers are one. finals appearances. It's unbelievable. 31 finals. They have 21, 17, and four. Just crazy. Title town. Um, okay, okay. Um, that's one. Who else has lost six times? Uh, maybe the Knicks. The Knicks. The New York Knicks. They have... Uh, they won in 70 and 73. They lost in 51, 52, 53, bada bada bing, 72, 94, and their most recent trip to the finals, the shortened 1999 season. Yeah. That's two. Who is our third? Lost in the finals more than six times. Uh, six or more. The Jazz. It is not the Jazz. The Jazz have... Actually, they've probably only been four times. They've been twice. They've lost twice. Oh, wait. They never They never made it with uh, with Pistol Pete? I thought they did. 97 I guess, I guess and 90... They never got all the way to the finals. Yeah, 97 and 98. Okay. Um, how about the Atlanta Hawks? The Atlanta Hawks? That's a good guess. That's a good guess. No, they've got three. Um, this one, I think, is... Uh, I'll give you a little hint. This team is quite possibly the most disappointing team in this NBA season. Oh, wow. Sports feel like they were six months ago now. I know. Uh, <laughs> Denver? It is not Denver. Denver. Oh, it's the, it's the Sixers. It is the Sixers, yes. It's the Sixers. Yep. Yeah, it's the Sixers. Losses right. in 1950, 54, 77, 80, 82, 2001. Yeah, I yeah. looked at the list. Dr. J, Dr. J, like, he, he isn't really known for it, but he lost in the finals a shitload. A shitload. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've got, they've got two wins saddled in here. No, oh, the... Three wins, not 55, 67, 83, and then got have spent the rest of their time getting getting beat up on. But yeah, yeah. nine total appearances. Was the Moses. Eight, 83 was the Moses team, right? 83. I feel, I feel like that would have to have been Moses Malone. Moses Malone, that would make sense. Yep, yep, Moses Malone. Year. It is his MVP year. Uh, finals MVP. I don't know if you want it for the regular season. Was named NBA Finals Most Valuable Player. Um, it doesn't say that he got his M MVP that year, uh, but nope. Yeah. yeah he, that guy. That guy put up numbers that were criminal. Like nobody put. There's like nobody that puts up those numbers. No. I mean, I, I you know Giannis has done it for two years now, but Moses Malone. Post man. Moses Malone put up like he put up like Shaq prime numbers like eight years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? 
He was acquired by the 76ers in an attempt to counter Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Which he couldn't, but... Right. He, he could get the closest. I mean, Kareem couldn't do anything about Moses. Right. But, but Moses couldn't do anything about Kareem, and Kareem was just, you know, one notch better. Kareem, you know, just Kareem, you know? Yeah. Um, Lou Alcindor. Uh, okay. Well, that does it. wraps up. You got any parting thoughts? Um, I don't think so. Just, uh, I know we're we're pretty deep into this now, but uh, things are nowhere near the end. They're going to get a lot worse. Um, this is not the time to uh, start get start to um, give in to your stir craziness or your cabin fever, because uh, you need to strap in for a while. We need to all to do our part and you know make sure that as a group we get through this together. So stay inside and wash your hands. Stay inside. Listen to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, this was Pick and Play Podcast. You can find us on Pick and Play on Twitter. Uh, we will be bringing you more content through this quarantine period as we have nowhere else to go and nothing else to distract us from the fact that we can talk sports and reminisce on the old days of when we used to be able to watch a ball go up and down a court or a grass field. Thank you for tuning in. You have a wonderful day.